This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 28 of our summer road trip, Tuesday, August 6th. Today we woke up at our free campsite in the Black Hills National Forest. Yeah, we woke up to a lot of cows walking near our free campsite. Probably yeah. uh, 20 or 30 cows walked by our site this morning. Woke up to some mooing. Yeah. Daisy just stared at them. She definitely wanted to go herd them. They they walked right down the road um, that our car was parked off of. Going to get some water. <laughs> yeah. And eating some grass along the way. Yeah. Um, the campsite that we're at tonight, too, is in the Black Hills as well. But this is the Black Hills National Forest um, little segment that's in Wyoming. And today, when we woke up, we went to Custer State Park again. Yeah, we thought we would make the most of our $20 that we spent because it's good for seven days when you buy the pass. So we thought we would do another hike there. And this wasn't the hike that we wanted to do yesterday as well, but then it started hailing and storming on us, so we couldn't do that. But we hiked up to Black Elk Peak today. Yeah, so that was a cool hike. It was seven miles round trip. We did a loop, um, so we took... Well, we started at Sylvan Lake. Yep, right where we started yesterday. Yep, and we decided to do a different trail than yesterday, so you can get up to the peak. Um, a couple different routes from Sylvan Lake. You can either take trail number nine, which is the most popular trail, to get up to the peak. Or you could take trail number four, which is the trail that we took yesterday when we went to Little Devil's Tower. And then you can come kind of back down Little Devil's Tower and continue on to Black Elk Peak. But um, today we decided to do number nine because we didn't do that one yesterday. Yeah, and that one's definitely more trafficked, no doubt about it. Yeah, and then we decided to come down number four. Um, that way I was thinking like we wouldn't be kind of going against the flow of traffic coming up to the peak. And the peak was uh, fairly busy, not terribly busy, but like there was a lot of people coming and going for sure. Yeah, we got up to the peak by probably 1130. And um, yeah, it was a decent amount of people up there and there was still people coming up a constant flow of traffic coming up the trail. Yeah, they got a cool lookout tower at the top, too, that you can um, see 360 degrees. It's inside. There's an observation deck, too. You can't see the 360 degrees, but um, you can still see quite a bit from the observation deck, which is a little lower. We did not go all the way to the top of the lookout, no, but we did go all the way to the bottom, where it leads you out, and you can go sit. There's loads of places to go sit out there. There's also a lake up there that it looked like you could take a dip in and go swimming if you wanted. It's a little reservoir. Um, yeah, I don't know. The water didn't look that clear, though, so I yeah. don't know about that. <laughs> 
Yeah. If you're hot enough, you probably could. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was neat. Yeah, when you go down, it goes to, like, the backside um, of where you came up from. Um, and you can only go down a little ways. Um, and that's where we sat because uh, it was shady. Yeah, and the other really neat thing about um, the whole area, actually, is that it's um, Native American land. So there's these prayer flags amongst a handful of the trees there. And they look like colorful bandanas. They're red and blue and yellow and black. Um, but yeah, they're prayer flags. So just know you are in a Native American land. And this land well, is it's, very... it's not... I mean, historically, it's Native American yeah. land, but now it's a state park. Yeah, yeah. So but they still go they up still, there. Yeah, they still regard it as sacred land. Yeah. Like, it's still very sacred to them. So just know that that's what those flags are when you're up there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, don't disturb them. And it says that, like, on the, um, at the trailheads and, like, in the, in the, um, pamphlets they give you, too. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, respect it. So yeah, it was a fun little hike. It was hot, but it was it was good. Very um there was I mean like we said there was tons of people doing it. Like tons of families were doing it. So nothing was overly challenging. Yeah, it was sunny. Um that was probably the most challenging part of it was staying cool and um sunscreened up. Um, but that was a relief from yesterday when it stormed on us. Yeah. Um, we didn't, well, we saw some wildlife. It was only a deer. Um, we saw a buck and it still had velvet on its antlers. Um, and that was on the way down on trail four, almost back to the parking lot. But that's the only wildlife we saw other than some birds. Yeah. I think it's just too heavily trafficked of an area. Although, yeah, the buck that we saw was on, like, the less traffic trail on the way back. Yeah, and then we got back to the car and thought it would be a good idea to go down to the lake. Um, we wanted to check it out yesterday, but it was raining yesterday. And today, I mean, it was pretty hot and we were sweaty, so we figured, why not go check it out? It, and Daisy... Daisy wanted to go for a swim as well. Once we got back to the car, she just laid underneath the front of the car because that was, like, the only shady spot. Yeah. So um, we promptly went down to the lake, and we didn't really go for a swim. Daisy did. Um, we just rolled our pants up um, and just kind of, like, splashed water on us, uh, kind of rinsed our face and head off and Yeah, it just felt good. Off. Felt very good after hiking in the heat. Yeah, we could have, and we sh maybe should have, um, put on our swimsuits and just taken a dip. But we didn't want to go to the swimming area because, well, for one, we didn't know if dogs were allowed. We saw some people bringing their dogs over there, but we didn't know if they were allowed in the water in the swimming beach. And two, it was just, it was pretty busy, so... I don't know how Daisy would have done with a lot of kids running around and stuff like that. <clears throat> so we did find just like shoreline that was away from the beach a little bit that we just went into. And 
After that, we went back to the car and we headed off. And then we went to um, Devil's Tower in Wyoming. And that's a large rock structure coming out of the ground. National Monument. It was the first national monument, too. Yeah. First designated national monument. Um, we found out, though, that when you get there, we tried to hike the loop that goes around the base. Which is, like, one of the only hiking trails there. It's not, like, a place you go to hike, necessarily. It's where you go yeah. to learn the history of the monument. They have a couple other hiking trails, but, yeah, it's... Uh, the most popular one is the one that goes around the base. and We that's got a- all geared up, put our hiking shoes on, put our packs on. We had our headlamps with us. We were ready to go do this 1.4-mile loop. <laughs> but it said no pets, so we couldn't. Yeah. So I just went up and took a picture and came back. And then um, Daisy and Sarah were already waiting kind of by the car for me. And then we decided to leave. It was still cool to see, even though we weren't able to hike it with Yeah, Daisy. a lot of people rock climb it. Yeah, and one of the park rangers there was um, talking to some other people, and we overheard that he had rock climbed it. But we didn't stop to talk to him. We just we were hungry, and we wanted to get and find our campsite. Yeah. I wish we could have seen someone rock climbing it, though. That would be pretty wild to see. Because a lot of them do it just, like, freehand. Like, some of them use gear, but some of them just, like, climb up the crevices. Which would be kind of nuts. They free climb it, yeah, without any ropes. Um, Free solo. So, um, after we left the park, we went and tried to find this campsite in the Black Hills that was only a half hour from that park, um, from the uh, Devil's Tower, I should say. And we didn't find the campsite. The GPS took us to a grassy area, but it was waist-high grass. Yep, it told us we have arrived at our destination. And it looked like people had maybe pulled in there from like kind of like how the road went in. But um, you could tell nobody's been there for quite a while. So we didn't go there. We ended up um, trying to drive back to another... It's just kind of like a pull-off area off the forest road that we had seen. But then there was this big like tanker truck, and there's all these four-wheelers that were spraying... Um, I don't know inv- what they... For invasive, invasive weed species, species. Yeah, it looked like. But I don't know exactly what it was. They were just stopping every so often and spraying. So that spot was taken. Um, and then we just kind of got on the road. We didn't have a um, phone signal anymore. So we couldn't look up um, anything on the free campsite web- website. Yeah, kind of just started driving amongst all of the open land that there is here in Wyoming. And there's there's plenty of it, so... There's um, no shortage of dirt roads for you to drive down. Yeah. (laughs) We ended up um, driving down this one that was pretty rugged. It was getting washed out. And there was some big mud puddles, too. And it was fairly steep in parts. And our car was probably not meant to go down it. 
but we went down for a while and there was just nothing. Um, it looks like more of one of those like uh, roads that people that have like lifted jeeps with the big tires, big mud tires would go down. Yeah, I also thought we could have just left our car right there and called it good and just slept right there on the road because. We felt I felt so far away at this point that we would have been okay that no one would have come down that road except maybe a cow. Yeah, I just didn't want to take the chance of just, you know, that one person that did come down and we're just sitting in the middle of the road. But um we did find a spot eventually. So we came down off that road and back more onto the main forest road right here. And we finally found a spot that somebody had just pulled off into. And um, it's, I don't know, maybe like 25 yards back you can go. Yeah, so it's we're kind a of large parked. space, no doubt about that. We're just parked back here. Um, and there is evidence of somebody that had camped more closer towards the road. They had dug a little fire pit and there's some... Um, coals there that have been put out and some firewood that's next to it yeah but, but do know that if you camp here like we mentioned the cows like there are cows grazing not far away from us and there is cow uh poop around us so it is kind of like a cow grazing area because cows can graze in national forests. So just know that you might run into that when you're camping amongst the national forest in this area. Yeah, definitely. So there's, I mean, we had to put Daisy on a leash just because she wanted to roll in a couple of those um, cow patties there. So <laughs> if we did not want her sleeping in the car with us if she had rolled in that. Yeah. I mean, they're probably like 30 feet from us right now, but they are around and we can smell it as we are sitting here. Yeah, but now the sky is actually clearing up and it's about uh, 9.45 right now. Stars are coming out. The sunset was awesome here. Yeah. You couldn't great. totally see it fully, but you could see it going down over the trees. There is no lights at all out here. The only light that is out here is... My cell phone that we're recording this podcast episode on and the the moonlight. It's about a half moon right now. And the noise. Like, the only noise that's out here is the noise we make. When we stop talking and making noise, it's silent. The occasional moo, though, you hear. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> and right before it got dark, too, there was there was a couple of geese that we heard. But yeah, right now, Silence. just nothing. nothing. Silence. And there's no bugs. We're sitting out here, don't have our bug nets on, didn't spray ourselves. Yeah, the worst that came and flew around us were a few moths as it was getting dark. Um, there's a couple mosquitoes, but it nothing, was like nothing. Like compared to a minnesota summer we're used to just being swarmed by them yeah. when it gets darker yeah this is amazing yeah so tomorrow we'll continue our journey in wyoming and see where that brings us maybe doing some backpacking 
Um, maybe going to another park. Maybe. Yeah, we're not totally sure. I don't know. Just There's doing a, a day. lot of land to explore here. Plenty of land, yes. I read in one of the magazines I picked up at the visitor's center that 97% of the land in the Teton area is public. Only 3% of it is private. Yeah, and that's a place that we should check out is the uh, Grand Tetons. So, yeah, we'll keep you updated on where our journey takes us. And right now we're going to sit back and enjoy some of the stars that are coming out. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.